Well, hello, darlings, and happy Friday. Happy day of Venus. I'm a couple of days late because I went to Melbourne and needed to come and recalibrate my fucking nervous system. Hello. Holy shit. What the hell is going on? Um, By the sounds of it, everyone needs to recalibrate their fucking nervous system. Um, It has been a time. My goodness. From the last podcast last week, setting everyone up for this most magical week of day out of time, these incredible next dimensional crystals, you know, Venus is stationed retrograde, Chiron stationed retrograde, we've had Dioptase days, the sun's moved into Leo, Mercury has hit Venus retrograde, like there is a lot going on and it is very felt in the collective consciousness, darlings. A lot of people are feeling it. I've been calling it an edge. And I sort of did a little poll yesterday and a little video yesterday talking about this edge um, or the day before, one of the days. Every day is sort of blurring into one. Actually, I think it was the day before, Wednesday. Um, Just having to really land and recalibrate our energies, darlings, because I must admit, I've been working with the day out of time and these next dimensional liquid crystals for a decade, and this was the most intense I've ever experienced. So really big. And maybe it was because I was not at home or um, not doing what I usually do. But I have been to, you know, I, I did I did go to Splendor for one of those because often pretty much every Splendor weekend, which if you're not in Australia, it's a big music festival. Um that happens pretty much the same few days every year that July um, that um, that week you know where we're getting these activations of the crystalline frequency plus that May and day out of time energy so it's really interesting I was there but I mean I must admit even when I you know my memories came up on Facebook when I went to Splendor I was working there at my beautiful friend's crystal boutique and um, I fell over like I literally fell down like three stairs with my coffee as soon as I arrived and falling over as an adult isn't a good time anyway I'm talking about years ago now but it was very interesting from that day on I was all sweet but this this next dimensional portal was very interesting like I said I was in Melbourne the Friday I felt really luscious and beautiful that Saturday we were at the airport it was a fucking shit show the sun was opposite Pluto it was a celestial quartz day about power everyone's losing their shit at the airport including me because it was just a it was a fucking nightmare because all of these bloody um, flights had been cancelled. <laughs> so everyone was trying to get onto like three flights to Melbourne. All the flights, you know, our flight was cancelled the night before. We got bumped onto another flight, like wild shit, but all, you know, trying to find that point of balance. And then it just was a very long day, um, you know, check in and everything took 90 minutes, which obviously it doesn't really take longer than I mean check-in coming home from Melbourne took 10 so you know you really weigh up being squeezed in those moments so you know reflect on how this was for you but most people I'm speaking to like 19 out of 20 are feeling the edge they're feeling the push they're feeling the squeeze I really loved uh, Dioptase day which was the Sunday where Venus stationed retrograde where Chiron stationed retrograde and the sun moved into Leo to be honest that probably would have been my favorite day out of all of them this year um, often the day out of time I really fucking froth on 
But this year it was the day we were coming home from Melbourne. It was just weird fucking energy. Like it was weird. I felt like floating in this liminal space. It's been bizarre to say the least. And I wanted to jump on today uh, on this day of Venus in Venus retrograde. I mean, Venus retrograde, you know, to really bring into your own practice and to maybe have like a devotional setup or altar or dieta that you're following for this Venus retrograde, I really invite you to do that if you are open to that. And it just really grounds us and keeps us present and keeps us really locked into the heart. I have just literally before I jumped onto this potty, put up a big Facebook and Instagram post so you can go over and check that out where, you know, really Venus is retrograde and so am I like that's just how I feel Venus is retrograde and so am I I am literally retrograding um we are shedding skins we are shedding timelines the energy is thick and it's dense out there from you know I was stuck in traffic for so long yesterday because of a car accident and hearing there's just a lot of fucking shit right going on but I wanted to jump on today and sort of invite that you know, two days a week that you can really tap into this Venus retrograde is a Friday, which is the day ruled by Venus, and also Sunday, which is the day ruled by the sun, which Leo obviously rules the sun and Venus is obviously in Leo. So you can really, you know, maybe they're your two favorite. Oh, and actually thinking about it, going back last Friday, which was Celestite Day, the first day of the next dimensional, and the Sunday, which was the day the sun moved into Leo and all the things, they were my two favorite days. So yes, there they are playing out in literal facts. <laughs> like it's just so literal sometimes. So these are two days that you can give reverence or honor, but you know, there is an invitation which I've, you know, been talking about in my masterclass and in private groups around these devotional practices or dietas where you were really honoring Venus, you know, honoring her and her retrograde. So this can be done in very many ways. You know, this can be done by setting up your own altar, by having maybe you work with rose oil, maybe you can consecrate a beautiful beeswax candle with Venus, the Venus symbol, and light that, um, you know, just for five minutes a day. It doesn't have to be this big deal. It doesn't have to be something that you don't, you know, that you've got to go out and buy all these things. I mean, you know, I'm using dead rose petals and that is a part of my private sacred practice that I'm using um, for my own personal dieta. So really the invitation is maybe some, you know, Venus talismans, maybe there's a beautiful incense. So I've, I'm really enjoying the tobacco and rose incense. Um, you know, rose is, of course, um, you know, the divine frequency of Venus. And I'm also taking just a beautiful tincture every morning, um, which is wild rose and hawthorn from New Zealand, from Aotearoa. And it is really cracking me open. Like it's, I've taken a lot of medicine and I must admit, this one is pretty next level. I'm just going to put it out there. So this is a part of the 40 day sadhana that I'm doing. Um, I also bought the, the, the heart alchemy remedy and I've been taking that since I've been home from Melbourne and yeah, deep, deep heart medicine. So that's the invitation. If you want to really stay present uh, during this 40 day, 40 night Venus retrograde up until September the 4th, if you're down under, um, and I think it might be September the 3rd for the northerners. Um, really just giving yourself space and again you know maybe it's just the Friday and Sunday that you give reverence or you do something for yourself or for your heart 
you know, I've talked about this being an alchemical heart recalibrating and that we must trust this because it's fucking wild and edgy out there. Venus isn't happy and it's very interesting. This is what I've been experiencing this week is the unhappiness and the edge and Venus feeling like she's pushed against a motherfucking wall. Now, there's a few reasons for this. Um, she is the apex point of the yod, which is the fated finger of God. So Pluto's making this uncomfortable aspect to her, as is Neptune. So there's, you know, this elusive energy, this powerful energy, but it's requiring adjustments. It's requiring attention. But Venus is the the girl that is being pointed to, like the finger of God is literally pointing to Venus. And of course, Lilith is up there too, right? And I'm feeling the rage and the wild anger. And again, I'm not like experiencing that. I'm not saying like I'm feeling angry or I'm, um, you know, I'm frustrated or anything like that. I can just feel this tense edge in the air or even coming up against my own inner edges, very much like the square that she is making to Uranus, which is highly unpredictable, but also, again, edgy, <laughs> also unpredictable, also giving us different flavors of Venus and what she's going to go through as she makes this very fiery transformational rebirth. So I wanted to just speak into this today and just say, if you're feeling like what the fuck is going on? Yes, most people are. There, I've done some polls on Instagram and there's a handful of people out of hundreds of people that are going, I feel ecstatic. And, and for a majority, it's, it's a very interesting time because there is moments of ecstatic bliss and really joy. And then, you know, two hours later, you're like, who am I? Like, what the fuck's going on? You know, like the elusive energy of Neptune as well is really you know, playing strong. So yeah, there just feels like this energetic fight, you know, it's like a bit of a shit show. And we've got this wild Aquarian full moon building, Q aliens, right? Q alien talk. Um, look, I don't watch the news or anything like that, but I've seen it through a few astrologers share stuff about aliens and the government. Um, and I've had people message me about it. Look, I mean, of course, I'm not surprised. Pluto isn't in Aquarius at the moment, but Pluto has shifted into Aquarius for the first time. Aliens have always been around. Tap out now if you think this is bullshit because, you know, that's cool. Like, of course, there's aliens. Of course, aliens exist. To think that there aren't other beings in other dimensions just seems weird to me. My husband has always laughs. So he's like, why the fuck would they want to come to Earth, though? And I'm like, I don't know, babe. Maybe because we're idiots. Who knows? But, um, yeah, you know, so it's not a surprising shock. And I read... Uh, back in my 20s, the Shirley MacLaine book called um, Saging While Aging or Aging While Saging. Anyway, she speaks so much into the conspiracies around aliens and things like that. And yeah, I'm not going to go way off into that, but it makes sense. And we're going to have our full moon alien Aquarius full moon next week. So this is also building and I'm going to talk a little bit about that too. But yeah, the energies are really wild. Like there's this density, but then there's this like elusiveness that it's just like I'm floating I, I described it um like I'm floating in like a liminal space like I don't even know if I'm coming or going but then other times I'm feeling really anchored into my heart space and feeling really open and tender like I feel like my own rose dieta that I have at the moment is pulling me deep into this real softening this real unfolding this real deep sense of love yeah and like the 
the love of everything <laughs> but then there's this elusive energy as well and yeah I mean it's it's wild to say the fucking least like it is wild to say the least the energetic debris is massive it feels like we are transmuting illusions but transmuting power as well um yeah you know relationship stuff is obviously really big you know it's venus retrograde uh the nodes have moved into relationship ruled signs i mean relationships are really the key and even if relationships are going well for you it could be the relationship you have with yourself or your children or your mother or your father or your neighbors you know all your relationship to life you know like how are you embodying and and relentlessly showing up um maybe there's a despondency and apathy and I think that that's a part of this wave that we're on too you know I've I've worked with uh, you know my own private groups and you know there's a lot of you know yeah like uh meh you know energy of meh I'm neither here nor there you know and then other people are really big highs and lows other people are just emotional other people are angry other people are going through breakups other people are you know meeting new people like it is such an eclectic array and hello Venus retrograde square Uranus so it's 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 like a washing machine you know we're getting pounded and pounded in different ways we're getting spun over here and spun over there and we're dripping wet but then we're not dripping wet you know we're it's just it's an array of emotions and it's an array of energies it's eclectic it's unique and you know the fact that Lilith is right there as well you know she's holding fort here and this is around where you exile your own sense of sovereignty to satisfy everyone else. And, but within this, where is your ego fucking leading the way, right? Like the ego, the shadow of Leo, so loud, so powerful, so in excuses and defenses and projections and attention seeking and wildness you know you're going to notice for some it's a deep time of introspection and quiet you won't be seeing a lot of us out on social media a lot doing a lot of things you know we might have our little things but we're not out being loud and obnoxious and like rah, in people's faces because there's this shadow of leo that's that's rife at the moment lilith who has been suppressed for so long especially in 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 some people's archetypes she is ready to roar and both Lilith and Venus retrograde, you know, we're looking at Aphrodite and Lilith here, you know, both being pushed up into this corner. There is this energy and this is what I wrote in my post today about Venus. Everyone thinks Venus is just love and harmony and balance and, oh, she's so beautiful and, oh, money and aesthetics and art. Yeah, but you know what? She is fucking fierce, my friends. She has sulfuric acid on her she is the hottest planet <laughs> she's hotter than mars everyone thinks yes mars is the red planet but venus is hotter than mars full of volcanoes and sulfuric acid she is literally like hell <laughs> you know like that is what she is like hell and for any of you who can relate to having a very strong venus ruled chart like myself i run hot constantly constantly and when I discovered that Venus was actually literally like hell and just 
the heat of her and the temperature of Venus, it made so much sense. I'm like, no wonder I run so hot with like 70% of my planets, Venus ruled, Venus rising, you know, all the Venus stuff. So it made sense that I constantly run hot. And this is the thing. She is fierce. You know, she, she was married to Vulcan, but still went after Mars and she had lovers and she had children. And, you know, like she has a strong sexual appetite. She can be green with envy, you know, and then you've got Lilith who is, you know, wildly untamed. And when she is out of control, she is out of control. So at the moment Venus is retrograde, Lilith is right there and they're like fucking cooking up a storm. Let me give you the hot tip. And we're going to see a lot of anger. And we are. I've been in my, like I said, in my private groups, I've been talking anger, this, this, you know, there's so much going on. A lot of rage is rising within women, men. It doesn't matter. Rage, anger, what's suppressed. Things are being looked at. Remember, Venus is the apex of this yod. We're all looking to her. Mercury happens to be up there at the moment and Mercury will be moving into Virgo tomorrow on the 29th of July and he is going to spend a long, 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 long time right through till the 5th of October because he will retrograde in Virgo. Hello, micromanaging. You know, like this is going to be a time. Um, but I will talk more about Mercury in Virgo as time goes on. But your Virgo house is about to get a microdose of um, routines, criticalness, clearing, cleansing, um, a health kick perhaps is what you need, a reset, a recalibration. But also, you know, we have to really watch our nervous system and being very picky and too you know, the the debilitation of the critical details that Mercury in Virgo can have um, where they lose the sight, you know, they lose sight of the tree, the, the forest for the trees, right? So Mercury is about to do this long stint in his home sign, you know, like in his sign of exaltion as well. So not only is Mercury at home in Virgo, but he's also exalted in Virgo. So, you know, pay attention from the 29th of July right through till the 5th of um, October, because that is the big, you know, that, that is the big time. I'll talk about pre-shadows and retrograde stuff, um, soon, but, um, but, you know, Mercury is, like I said, still just hanging out in Leo and has been on Venus. So we can, you know, we're talking a lot about this, this Venus retrograde. I'm seeing a lot of talk about it, which makes sense. Lilith is right there. And yeah, you can feel the fire. You can feel the fire. And like I said, fire, it's interesting. I think everyone equates fire to anger, but that's not necessarily true. Fire is just energy. Fire is passion. Fire is tangible. Fire is clearing. Fire is healing. Fire regenerates. So we don't think of this as just, oh, fire equals angry or fire equals rage. Not necessarily. Maybe for you, depending on your own level of awareness and the way you deal with anger or suppress it or repress it, however that shows up for you in your chart. But there is there is a fire in the air like that that edge of fire of Lilith and um, Venus retrograde and Pluto squaring the nodes because remember the south node who has just moved into Libra is ruled by Venus so the south node of our karma and this very deep edge of what needs to be emptied out stories trauma all the relationship stuff because it's you know a relationship sign is looking to Venus who's fucking retrograde in fiery fixed leo 
And whilst they're making a happy aspect, a beautiful sextile, Pluto's squaring the nodes and will do for the next few months. So this ain't over. Like this is not over by any shot. And there is tension in the skies that you can cut with a butter knife, you know, and you can feel that, that edge, everyone's feeling it. I mean, even since I started saying the word edge earlier this week, everyone else is using it because it's there, it's in the collective conscious, right? Like we're feeling the edge of this. We're feeling being pushed into this corner or backed up against the wall. And like I said, this might not be like a literal thing. This might not even be conscious for you, depending on how aware you are and how you work with these energies, but there's something there. And from you know, the collective, you can see that everyone's feeling it. And like I said, this could be that just there's emotions, you know, I'm, I'm hearing a lot of just people just bursting out in tears. Like it's very, it's a very sensitive time. But also what I'm noticing is like, it's a very private time. Like this, this Venus retrograde for me feels sacred. It feels introspective. It feels like I'm stepping way back and way into my own witch's cave, which is easy for me to do because I live here. But also, you know, also, it's like we're in this chasm, yeah, this this deep abyss and surrender and, and letting go and letting things move through us, acknowledging the emotions, acknowledging the heart, dropping in, being present with whatever shows up. I must admit, sun is medicine, darling. Sun is medicine at this time, especially because we're in this, um, this, portal at the moment until around the 13th 14th of August uh, obviously we're you know we've just entered the Mayan and the Egyptian New Year so there's a lot of deep old wisdoms dropping through and that's how it feels to me it's just like there's something that's really ancient that's landing for maybe a lot of us because the new age stuff and you know again the attention and the loudness that that we see on on social media is again the emptiness right like it's the unavailability or the exile of the true soul's purpose and the shadow of leo is loud okay and this isn't about oh no one can shine it's like yes everyone shine like this is this is be yourself step into your identity step into your soul but we see the hollowness, which of course is just social media. Like we all get that. Like that's just, I'm not freaking saying anything new, preaching to the choir here. But because this shadow of Leo and this retrograde is quite abrupt and there's a real tense edge, we are feeling this in a different way again because there's this elusiveness. There's this super transformational power shift going on too with Pluto. There's these eclectic adjustments that need to be made this is again where do we drop into our own heart and if you've got my 2023 energy survival kit go and read that venus retrograde section i mean i channeled that last year and i remember when i channeled it and what came through was really fascinating because it's again all around approval and being seen and exiling and selling your soul and it's like, and that's why you might see a lot of people really stepping back and going back into their hearts, um, reprioritizing their values. That's what Venus retrograde is about. What is of true value? And I literally just read um, a lady that I love who's just had three months off social media and she's come back to share what those three months off social media um, has taught her. And far out, man, like 
so bang on and it's just such a big thing obviously we can go in and out of social media and we don't have to be um you know it doesn't have to affect us and things like that but she's just like being involved in so many strangers and people's lives that don't matter and not that people don't matter but she's like hearing about people dying and you're crying and doing all these things and the way she said it I was like yes there's too much out there there's too much for us to actually assimilate and comprehend and adjust to like it's just too much there's it's like too much (laughs) that is that is all I have to say about that it's too much there's too much information there's too much being shared all of us me included like I get it and yeah it's up to us where how we navigate our boundaries with social media and, and you know and yeah and it's not about letting things affect us but it's how things are infiltrating into our daily lives like where we're taking away our own where we're being taken from our own you know like living you know human experiences and being caught up in the drama of maybe someone else's life that's simplifying it but you get what I mean so it's just really interesting and and the shadow of this of this Leo energy is really prominent I'm feeling it to be very potent and of course with Pluto squaring these nodes there is this tension you know there is this tension of um, karmic purge of karmic release of are we moving are we going to choose to move towards that Aries north node and step into that sovereign independence you know take on that Martian more Martian quality or stay in the soup of trauma drama attachment um, you know not wanting to disappoint people people pleasing you know all that Libra stuff because remember you know, that south node of karma now is looking to Venus for her entire, you know, for her entire 18 months. And to kick off with Venus retrograde, really, really fascinating, like a really strong signature of this, of, of this nodal shift for sure. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to have a little drink and then prep you for the full moon. Mm-hmm. Mm. Okay. So yeah, it's wild out there. It is wild out there. If you are really wanting to, again, even master this nodal transit, jump in, jump on my website. I've already done the nodal class. It was over two hours. It was fucking banging. I share so much good shit there. I actually spent all day Wednesday just taking notes, diving in, channeling through what needed to come through. I've actually looked at, you know, all the planets that conjunct the North and South node over the next 18 months. Um, of course, there's other, um, you know, other aspects, but I looked at the conjunctions. There's lots of South Node conjunctions. I look at the asteroids and the asteroids are doing some special shit. Uh, so the feminine asteroids of Pallas, of Hygieia, of Ceres, of Juno and of Vesta, all of them making aspects to these nodes in some way, shape or form. In, well, it's actually in a conjunction, like the conjunctions I've looked at, really potent. So I've actually shared some information on how to work with that on those days because they're days you want in your calendar. Like this is, you know, you know, the divine feminine. We're working with the five, the the five goddess archetypes. And ultimately these asteroids are in between the two masculine planets of Mars and Jupiter in that asteroid belt. So 
they're really powerful that they're coming into conjunction with the nodes over the next 18 months. So I unpack some of that because it's truly quite remarkable and just give you some tips and some hints around paying attention to those days. I talk about what house the transit nodes are going through for you. That's right at the end. Um, what else do I talk about? Oh, so much, just, you know, a big collection of the energy and, and, and what's going to be unfolding, but also if you're having your nodal return or your half nodal return, um, talking about the dragon, working with the dragon medicine of the nodes of the nodal holes. Um, it's yeah, it was a fucking banging class of fire. So, um, you can just go on the replays right there. Once you buy it, you can watch it straight away, darlings. It's definitely one you want in your little astro library for the next 18 months you want to you 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 want to know it especially you know if you've pluto in libra generation saturn in libra generation you know what are your libra planets because that that south node is coming to karmically reckon you you know so we talk about that but yeah so much like i literally had like i think like 10 pages that i was sharing of notes so definitely um a master class to go and buy into darlings um, so nice to see so many new faces there too, which maybe you were from the podcast and you didn't tell me. So it was really, really nice uh, to see some new faces on that masterclass. Um, so yes, the alchemical heart is recalibrating, darlings. This Venus retrograde is a slow burn. It's a fiery rebirth. So just trust, just surrender, just be present, let the heart lead maybe you've got an altar, maybe you want to devote yourself, maybe Fridays and Sundays are a day of meditation or whatever that is. Use the sun codes to open the higher heart chakra and really anchor into this energy and, you know, just allow whatever comes up to come up. You know, presence is probably my biggest tip here is being very present to whatever it is that you're experiencing, high and low, all of it, yeah, welcoming everything. So the little tips about this full moon, because I will see you, I'll be, it's great that I'm actually coming on now because I'm going to prep you for this full moon in Aquarius, which happens around 4.30 a.m. on August the 2nd. Uh, this is at nine degrees Aquarius, and this is a very unpredictable little shit show, like channel the aliens, cue unpredictable and unstable, cue expect the unexpected, cue what the actual fuck. Um, ultimately, you know, the moon is actually only making one aspect, which is pretty cool. So let's all just sigh a little bit of relief there. Like, ah, oh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for that. Um, it is to Jupiter, which means are you blowing up and making a mountain out of a molehill? Are you carrying on? Are you making everything worse than what it actually is? There's that. There is that. But the full moon is ruled by Aquarius. Okay. Aquarius is currently in Taurus squaring Venus and on that same day that we have the full moon uh, uh, Uranus will also be squaring uh, well Lilith will be squaring Uranus as well so we're actually going to be having Lilith with an exact square to Uranus and of course Venus is still you know moving backwards and she's you know again applying a retrograde square to Uranus and that's where a lot of this instability if it feels like you know the rugs are just being pulled out from underneath you again this this Uranian flavor can be exciting absolutely but it can also be a bit debilitating especially if you're very fixed and you're very rigid and you're not very flexible okay but if you are really just in a space of surrender and allowing like this can be good because you're going to allow the changes to happen it's sort of you know change is inevitable letting go is optional 
and I wrote that for one of my horoscopes next week. I wonder if you can pick the sign. And no, it's not a fixed sign. So the thing is, is that I have just written all of my horoscopes for next week for my cosmic calendar. If you are, again, I'm going to plug it. I need to plug it at every point because I have a 1,000 subscription goal and I'm not there. I'm not even nearly there. I am plugging it because it's a $2 a week subscription not only just to the weekly horoscopes, but it's the calendar that you get with magical dates, you know, rad shit that's just straight there on your calendar. And it's so cool. Like I said, I even, I love it. I absolutely love it. The horoscopes feel like a bonus, but then I have some people say, I would pay $2 a week just for the horoscopes. Like the horoscopes are like magic because they're giving us tips. And because you know me, I like to teach and to help. I'm giving you tips for your specific chart. So when you read your rising sign of my horoscopes, you are actually getting insight into what is playing out for you next week. So as much as horoscopes are poo-pooed, that's right, they are, because sun sign horoscopes isn't what you read. If you're reading your sun sign, you're probably not going to relate. But if you read your rising sign, you will go, that just played out for me. This is where that full moon is happening. This is That is exactly what you get. Where the full moon is happening, I am basing that on your rising sign. So jump into my cosmic calendar you can subscribe for the whole year now um, and you get two months free so literally you're only subscribing for 10 months instead of 12 and it's just a one-off payment so that is a really cool thing and it syncs straight to your calendar and that's whatever calendar you have google or apple whatever it is and I give cool dates, cool anthems, cool songs, cool crystals, cool tips, cool advice, not just, oh, the moon's full, oh, the moon's waning, oh, here's the sign of the moon. I mean, that shit you can get anywhere and it's boring. You know me, I'm not a boring human, okay? So go and sign up and help me to get to my 1,000 subscription. And as I, as I said that, I looked down and it was 33 minutes and 33 seconds. I am a master number 33, thanking you. I'm going to thank you in advance for signing up. Um, anyway, back to <laughs> this full moon in alien like Aquarius. Ninth, nine degrees, sorry, nine degrees of Aquarius. You can see where that's happening in your own chart. 4.30 a.m. So, you know, that whole eighth, you'll be feeling the buildup of, not the eighth, I keep looking at the wrong, I'm looking at the degree. On the 1st of August, we're going to be feeling that buildup of this full moon yeah where she will peak at nine degrees of Aquarius at 4 30 early morning on the 2nd of August so and then we'll be in that after effect for the rest of the day so like I said it's an unpredictable little motherfucker you know because Uranus is the ruler and there's some destabilization going around relationships and then around power because of the square that Uranus is going to be making to both Venus retrograde and to Lilith. Now, like I said, the lunation herself, she is only making a square to Jupiter. Okay, she is literally only squaring Jupiter. That's her only aspect, which again is very rare that the moon's only making one aspect. Um, but Jupiter can throw things out of proportions. Jupiter is also in Taurus. So again, we're getting these really edges with Taurus, right? Um, so, you know, you really want to watch your own energy, your own reactions, your own emotional um, outbursts if they're there. But the full moon in Aquarius is really about casting off, uh, you know, old ways and paradigms that are not serving you for your future now wherever that's happening in your own chart that will be more depicted to you in the theme but in general 
Uranus is the future. It's electricity. It's revelation. It's inspiration. It's genius. And it's like, what are you so fixed on? Because remember, Uranus is fixed as much as, you know, they're seen as the eccentric ones and the creative ones. They're very fixed. They are fixed air. You try and get an Aquarius sun, moon or Mercury to change their motherfucking minds. It won't happen. You, it's, you might as well talk to a leaf. Okay. A leaf will give you more because they're not changing their minds because they are right and they will not change their minds. Hello, fixed Mercury positions. I'm looking at all of you. All of you, you are fixed. You are fucking stubborn. Um, and fixed Mars, I must admit, I'm a fixed Mars. And yeah, you know, especially in Taurus, we dig those motherfucking heels in. But in fixed air, it's cerebral, it's mental, it's the thoughts, it's the communication, it's the conversation, it's those mental patterns, the words, the thoughts, right? So it's like, where are you still? in a limited space and again where is it old and clunky and crunchy and it just it's just outworn where can you cast off and drop those old limiting ways and see a new future so with this full moon I would just say be open look at what's being revealed to you that's the, that's the sort of the energy here is the revelations because obviously Uranus rules this full moon. I mean, yes, Uranus is in fixed Taurus at the moment, but also this is about the revelations that, that can happen where you are seeing a different path, like think outside of the box, <coughs> excuse me, where you're thinking on a different, you know, it's quantum thinking, it's quantum believing and it's where maybe you are not where where there's this like no but I I know everything I'm I'm these are my beliefs these are my opinions and where you're losing your curiosity now look that isn't you know that isn't Aquarius by nature but the thing is is that where for you then are you so rigid that you can't learn anything new you can't be taught anything new I mean, I think that to stay intellectually green, where we can be fresh and curious, and look, we've probably all got a bit of work to do on that, absolutely, but that can help us to sort of open into vast new ways of evolving. This is, you know, this is the, the, the full moon of evolution. This is the full moon of progression. So again, it's like, where are you stuck? Where are you holding? Where are you in a holding pattern? Let this be the breakthrough. Let this be, you know, maybe it's a breakdown to breakthrough, but please know that you do not have to have a breakdown to have a breakthrough. That's what the spiritual entertainment industry sells you, but it is a lie. <laughs> you do not have to have a breakdown to have a breakthrough. Some of my greatest breakthroughs are not on the back end of breakdowns. Let me give you the hot tip. Um, this is like pure genius energy and new innovative ways to break through new, like this is breaking new ground even right? Like this is about breaking new ground. So stay really open with this, this full moon in Aquarius. Check out where nine degrees of Aquarius is in your own chart. That will be the themes that it will bring up for you. Or if you've got my cosmic calendar, read those horoscopes uh, that I will have out next week and you can see where that's happening for you as well. Um, it's big times, darlings. It is big times. It's wild. It's the wild, wild west. We're all in it. And we just have to exhale. And like I said, my tip is to be present and to trust 
and I really hope that you have a great uh, full moon and I just wanted to send you all the love, darlings. Just wanted to send you all that love. Happy Venus Day and have a beautiful weekend. Mwah.